Welcome to the PreparedX podcast, your complete source for crisis, emergency, business continuity and security preparedness interviews, news, and much more. Now, your host, he creates chaos for a living, Rob Burton. Hello and welcome to episode 117 of the PreparedX podcast. I'm your host, Rob Burton. And just before we get started, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by the International Crisis Management Conference, the Center of Excellence for Crisis Management Professionals. Did you know that annual membership is just $99? And you get access to the video library with over 130 presentations from different experts, monthly webinars, I think we do two a month, and then discounts, 30% off the annual conference, as well as uh, professional training courses, plus so much more. Go to crisisconferences.com for more details. Okay, on to today's episode. Um, I wanted to touch base today on uh, planning your exercise program, five essential elements before you get started. Um, and I thought it was really important to kind of set the stage in terms of, you know, creating a program that lasts uh, a little bit longer than, uh, you know, a year or a couple of years, you know, really putting a framework in place uh, to allow the organization to run exercises uh, in the most efficient uh, manner possible. And of course, um, you know, to do that, we need to have, uh, you know, a good program, a good solid foundation. So here are five pieces of advice um, uh, that um, you know we often give out in our training and we often see when we go uh, into those successful programs uh, within uh, some of our customers that we serve. So the first one is uh, look at gaining support for the program internally. So, of course, you need support um, from you know, the executive leadership team. You need to, uh, support from the top. But not only that, you know, look around. Um, if you're a larger organization with regional teams, if you're set up to do uh, business uh, in your business lines and your different divisions, if that's how your crisis teams are formed, then look at those leaders in those different groups uh, around your organization and start to ask some questions around, you know, is this something that's going to, you know, have legs? Is this something that's going to be supported uh, within those different areas of the business? And of course, you know, there are many different areas of your business. So, you know, do, do a deep dive, if you will, uh, and look to gain that support ahead of time, you know, map it out um, as much as you can and, and have those conversations. It's about relationships in this early stage, even now, uh, before you jump into doing an exercise. So that's the first one. Look to gain support uh, for the program internally. The second one, assess what assets you already have in terms of expertise and in terms of what's already happening inside uh, the company uh, or the, your organization. So you may have uh, different areas of the business that are running tabletops or different types of exercises, depending on your business. You may have uh, individuals who have got ex exp experience in delivering these types of exercises and programs. So, you know, look to those uh, individuals uh, and find out who, um, you know, may be able to, again, down the line, start to support your exercises. So you can go to different areas of the business, the different uh, functional areas, and start to ask those questions. You know, you may have some former military, law enforcement, uh, you know, some former, um, you know, EMS or, you know, firefighters uh, on the emergency 
countryside, you know, you may have some of those um, individuals or folks that have worked in the State Department or other areas of government where they've done exercises before. So you may have a, a decent amount of expertise already uh, within your organization. So again, you know, really assessing, you know, what you already have set up. You know, you may have different areas of the business that are already running some kind of uh, exercise program, but they're running it uh, on their own. Um, and that's great, of course. We, you know, we want uh, exercises to to happen at uh, all levels. But, um, you know, um, just, just find out, really. It's just assessing what you currently have. Um, and, you know, those assets in terms of who's going to, you know, potentially come along and support your exercises from a design standpoint, a delivery standpoint, an evaluation standpoint, you know, assess who those are and, and start to kind of pull a team together and uh, and gain support again uh, prior to putting pen to paper for your first exercise. Okay, so number three, map out the exercise program, okay, and then uh, define what your objectives and scope of the program are. Um, and again, we need to link this back to the strategic goals of the organization and make sure that everybody's comfortable. Of course, you know, the exercise program is not going to be successful uh, without all these components, you know, t being tied together. Uh, and so, you know, defining what they are, defining what your objectives and your goals of the overall program are, and some of the scope, um, you know, some of the more specifics of the program uh, need to be documented and mapped out. So do some work early on on mapping that out. Um, and, and again, work with those different um, individuals that may be already doing something or they've got expertise uh, in the area with, uh, you know, delivering and creating programs, <clears throat> exercise programs, then get them on board and start to create um, your programmed approach <clears throat> and put that put pen to paper here and start to map that out. Uh, number four, consider uh, a two or three year approach in terms of increasing uh, the capabilities. So um, as you're mapping this out, you know, don't just look, <clears throat> what do we want to accomplish this year? Of course, that's important. Uh, and maybe the first year is you need to get through a number of uh, tabletop exercises. And again, this could be from a regulatory standpoint, it could be obviously internal governance, or it could be, of course, you know, just the, you know, the leadership in the organization agreeing that the, you know, the resiliency of the organization organization is dependent on how strong it is uh, rebounding from some kind of uh, crisis and and tabletop exercises and the exercise program um, is a good way um, to or one of one tool uh, to support the resiliency of the organization so take a look at that and go beyond that one year and say you know what can we accomplish of course things change right so uh, and we hear this often you know new leaders come in uh, you may you may move on to a different area of the business but again you know look beyond you know the end of the year because of course as we know um, it's it's often about the next quarter and, you know, racing towards the end of the next quarter. So, uh, you know, before we know it, it could be, you know, the fall, it could be, you know, in, in coming up to December and, uh, you know, we're racing to get these tabletops or these different exercises accomplished. So think about that think about, you know, going beyond, um, you know, one year and take a look at what that might look like. Uh, and advancing your exercises as well, of course, is, is part of that increasing, um, you know, the, um, you know, the level of exercises that you're running. So your simple tabletops may advance to more um, a, of a reactionary functional type exercise where, you know, we're, we're testing those teams in their individual uh, areas of the business versus bringing them to the tabletop and discussing the scenario. We're actually practicing a little more for real, utilizing those different uh, communication uh, tools technologies and uh, commu communication and, and coordination processes uh, in their you know more realistic environment versus a tabletop where we're, where we're having more of a, more of a discussion approach. 
So that's four, consider uh, the two to three year approach. And then finally, number five, consider, of course, the budget for the program. Uh, and this may include, of course, if you need external support for that, or if you're going to do it internally, if you're going to hire someone, we're seeing uh, exercise design professionals being hired and, and new positions being uh, brought in. Certainly, I'm seeing a lot in the banking sector right now, uh, financial services where uh, you know there are cyber-specific exercise program managers and delivery exercise delivery professionals um, doing this as a full-time job now. So, and we, it's great to see because we've uh, we've we've been seeing this coming for a number of years now, and uh, and. That's good to see. And I'm expecting to see that to continue to grow in other sectors as well. But uh, yeah, so think about your budget. Again, if that's hiring someone, if that's even just your time uh, throughout the year to design the pro to design the exercises, um, put the program together. Or again, if you're bringing in some kind of support, or if you're just getting education to get up to speed. So I know over at ICMC, we do a, a number of training courses uh, on this topic. So that might be an option for you as well. Um, on the lower end of the budget side. But again, if you're bringing in someone to run and design the exercises, which sometimes, again, for the first few exercises might be something uh, to invest in. Uh, and then once you pick up on how to run them efficiently, effectively, and, and obviously see how they're done by the pros, so to speak, then you may be able to drop that off from year two or year three. So again, budget is a big uh, consideration. <laughs> Okay, so I'm just going to recap on those five. Uh, number one, look at gaining support internally, of course, mainly from the leadership uh, perspective. But of course, look beyond that in terms of who's going to be receiving uh, those exercises as part of the program. Assess what assets you already have. Again, you may have expertise in-house that can support the program from an early stamp from an early stage uh, and then number three map out the exercise program of course we want to define what that looks like lay out the objectives and the scope of the program Number four, consider that two to three year approach. So look beyond, uh, you know, that first year and, and look and, and think about what it may, um, you know, lead into and what you want to accomplish over, you know, more than just um, just the first year. And then finally, of course, as I just previously mentioned, consider that budget is uh, number five. And so that's it. Yeah. So that's five essential elements before you start your exercise program. If you've got any questions with regards to this podcast or any of these items, or we'd love to hear from you. Do you have a sixth? If you have a sixth one, drop it into uh, the bottom of the podcast here or into anywhere where you're uh, listening to this podcast. We appreciate uh, your time and uh, we look forward to seeing you again soon. That wraps up episode 117 of the Prepared X podcast. Please rate us on any of the outlets where you may be listening to this. Thank you and have a great day. Mm -hmm.